Hi, and welcome to episode two. Um, today we're going to be talking all about college and my college experience. Um, I touched on some of this in the first episode when I talked about my bipolar diagnosis because I was diagnosed in college. It led to a bunch of other stuff. Um, but also I'm going to give kind of a background on like why I graduated early. Um, there was like another situation I briefly touched on that I'm going to go more in depth today also full transparency I already recorded this like a few days ago and then I had therapy the next day and like talked about the things I talked about during the recording and just like my perspective kind of changed on some things so I just wanted to redo it so I felt fully confident in what I was saying and that it was like true to what I think But anyways, I'm going to start kind of in chronological order. So I'm going to do a brief description of freshman, sophomore, and junior year, uh, which ended up being my last year, and kind of just going through, like, big things that happened each year that kind of, like, shaped my experience for that year. Um, But I do want to give a little background. So to the first starters, I went to school at the University of Massachusetts Amherst. Um, I was an architecture major, so I graduated with a Bachelor of Science in Architecture. Um, I'm from New York, so I was about four hours away from home, and I knew no one when I went to school there. It was my freshman year. I didn't get to go to campus my first semester because it was COVID. I graduated high school um, in 2020, so I was like the COVID class, and like a week before my college move-in date, we got an email that the campus was going to remain closed and all of our classes would be online. So that first semester, I stayed home and it wasn't terrible um, in the sense of like I was by myself because a lot of my friends campuses, a lot of my friends campuses also closed down. So most of my friends from home were still here anyways. Um, But it was hard because like if you knew me my senior year of high school, all I wanted to do was leave my hometown. Like, I was so excited to go to school and just, like, go somewhere where I literally didn't know anyone. Not for any particular reason. Like, high school wasn't terrible for me, like, at all. Like, obviously, high school has its challenges. Um, But I had, like, a pretty average high school experience. Like, I don't, I wouldn't go back. But, like, it's not, nothing terrible happened either. Um, I was just ready for, like, a change and to, like, meet new people. And especially going through COVID, I had been stuck in my house for months. Like, I was excited to kind of, like, get some space for my family, love them to death. But, like, we were sick of each other. Um, so, yeah, first semester was at home. Second semester, I was able to go to campus and move into a dorm. Um, not everybody at the school was able to move in. I know it was, like, mostly freshmen and, like, people who had courses that were like required to be on campus like labs and such um I went to a really big school so I just think it was like a safety thing because COVID was still around um so moved in my spring semester freshman year to a dorm I had the dorm room to myself I think pretty much almost everybody did I think there were a couple people who had roommates um but because not everyone was on the campus they like had us room individually also for like COVID reasons um so yeah I went there I literally knew no one I ended up meeting a group of friends very quickly um, who were in my dorm building, ended up staying friends with them like the whole time I was at school, um, which I'll get into a little bit later. And yeah, most of my classes were online. I think I had one in-person class that semester. It was like an art studio. So, you know, you had to wear like a mask and a face shield and we were all distanced in the room. But um, I met a couple people in my major. And yeah, freshman year was pretty anticlimactic. But I do want to kind of give, like, advice for each year or just, like, things I wish I did or, like, things that helped me during each year. So so my advice for freshman year, and I think I also struggled with this because it was COVID, I wish that I branched out more and, like, met more people and didn't kind of just, like, settle on the first group of friends that I had. Nothing against them, like, I'm not saying, like, oh, I wish I wasn't friends with them. It was just, like, we had very different interests. And I think if we weren't in COVID, I would have found people with similar interests earlier 
and to being in college. Um, so if you're going into college, I would like definitely recommend like kind of giving yourself time before you settle down. I know it feels like everyone has their friends immediately, but like, like I said, I knew no one going into school and like even people who like some of my friends that I made had people from their high school and like they didn't talk kind of going along with that. I would say if you can, like, like I said, I had COVID, so I couldn't do this. Um, but join like clubs. Um, everyone's going to think it's like weird or like, I don't know. I was kind of nervous to join clubs one because I didn't know anybody. Um, and like in high school, I feel like joining clubs, there was really only like academic clubs. And so it just kind of like looked like you were like kind of being like a kiss ass a little bit. Sorry, my dog just woke up. Um, but there are so many clubs and colleges that are just like purely based on like interests and hobby. Um, and I think you can really find like people you connect with really well in that. Um, and also like you can join academic clubs like that's obviously going to help you in the long run. All right, moving into sophomore year. Um, I ended up having a random roommate this year in another dorm and it was amazing. Like me and her got along so well, like had literally like no issues living together, um, except for the fact that my alarm would go off like multiple times that I wouldn't hear. So I'm sure she wanted to kill me for that. And we've like joked about it, but we genuinely had like no issues living together, got along super well, um, are still friends. And yeah, sophomore year was probably my favorite year of college. I think one, because my living situation was so good. Um, and also it was like kind of my freshman year because of COVID. So this was the year me and my friends like were partying more and going out to frats and house parties and like actually meeting more people because we could. Um, so it was a lot of fun. Um, but I also really struggled with anxiety this year. Um, this is when I went on medication for anxiety as well. A little bit of a backstory on that. It was actually like the first day of sophomore year, like classes, the first day of class. I had gone to my classes. I remember I didn't even have like the classes I was stressed about that year. On the first day, it was like sort of my easier classes. And I was walking across campus back to my dorm after my last class. And my friend from home called me just to kind of like check in and like see how it was. Um, and I had walked to like my car instead of going straight to my dorm room because I had a random roommate. We kind of just met. I didn't want to be on the phone and like annoy her if I was going to be talking to my friend. So I sat down in my car for a little bit and was on the phone. And while I was sitting there, I just remember getting like this like chest pain and just starting to feel really like nauseous and sick. And I told my friend that I was just like started not feeling well and I was going to go back to my dorm to like lay down and like hopefully it would go away. So I hang up with her and I walk into my dorm building and I like kind of tell my roommate, I was just like, oh, like I just like don't feel good. I'm going to lay down for a few minutes. And I think it was like probably over the span of 20 minutes. I went from like, oh, like something feels off to like I'm in excruciating pain and like I'm scared. And I was scared also to tell my roommate because I didn't want to freak out this poor girl I had just met. So I like crawl out of bed. I was like curled up in a ball in my bed, like crying. And I just, like, walk out of the room, and I go outside of the building, and I call my dad, and I'm, like, freaking out, telling him, like, I'm in so much pain. I feel like I'm having a heart attack, and, like, I don't know what to do. And he told me, like, you need to go to the emergency room. The issue was, is I was the only friend who had a car, and I was, like, I can't drive right now. Like, I'm scared I'll pass out if I start driving because I was in that much pain. And I called my friends who lived in the same dorm building as me. Um, I was supposed to live with one of them, but her, like, housing thing got messed up, and she got placed in an actual different building. It was, like, a whole thing. But majority of our friends lived in the same building. So I called my friends who were roommates, and they both came down, and I gave them my car keys, and they drove me to the hospital. And it was, like, 25 minutes away. Like, the hospital wasn't super close to campus. Um and I go to the hospital and they wait for me to like get checked in and then I was like you guys can go I don't know like how long this will be like I'm in the nurses have me now like I'll be okay 
Um, so I ended up getting blood work done and this was the first time I'd ever had my blood drawn and I passed out on the hospital um, floor and threw up. So now I pass out every time I get my blood drawn, which is not fun. Um, but basically they did a bunch of tests. I had an EKG. They monitored me for a few hours and everything came back clear and like healthy. And it was just a really bad panic attack. And I had never had a panic attack that bad before. I had panic attacks in high school. Um, where I like, you know, felt like I couldn't breathe or I was just like really shaky, but I'd never had chest pain like that. Um, and so that's why I like freaked out and went to the emergency room, but everything was fine. My friends came and picked me back up and I just like, you know, went to bed. Um, yeah. The only other thing I would say about sophomore year is for my major specifically, I don't even know if it's just my major or like my school. But it was, like, known that sophomore year was, like, the hardest year. Um, and it was when you started taking, like, your classes for your major, which is common in most majors. But there was, like, a really steep learning curve for architecture because we also had, like, we were learning, like, the material, like, the educational part of it. But we were also, like, expected to learn all these softwares on top of it. And... There was just, it was just a lot. And it was also the year they tried to like weed you out. So there, I think I just had a lot of anxiety going into that. Um, but yeah, other than that, sophomore year, nothing too crazy happened. I like had like a low key friend drama thing going on with a friend from home, but I just, I don't need to get into that right now. Um, as for advice for sophomore year, I would say definitely prioritize your interests and what you actually like doing. Um, I feel like sophomore year, you kind of get into a routine and like this is really when you kind of solidify that friend group. And I feel like sophomore year, I was kind of running around with my head chopped off a little bit because um, I was just trying to like please everyone that I was friends with, like trying to become closer to people in my major, but like stay friends. With the people I met freshman year, but, like, I was also doing a club sport, so I was, like, getting close to them and hanging out with them, and it was just, my schedule was, like, so loaded and hectic that I wish I had cut out the things that I didn't love and, like, stuck with the things that I really enjoyed a bit more. Um, additionally, like, really reflect on, like, who you're surrounding yourself with because, like I said, like, not always is the case, and you can obviously change this at any point in time, but, like, sophomore year, I feel like for most people, you really solidify that friend group, um, and just make sure that you're surrounded by people that you enjoy being around, and, like, have your best interests at heart, and sophomore year, I feel like I did that, um, and, like, things can change, like, I'm not saying they're gonna be your forever friends or anything, um, but just kind of evaluate, like, if you're happy with the people you're around. Because I know, like, not just, not at my school specifically, but some of my friends from home. I remember this time, like, my other friends having a really hard time with this. Um, and, like, feeling like they were stuck in a group that they didn't quite fit with. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Um, the other thing is, I feel like sophomore year, I was partying a lot, which was fun, but I also feel like some of my favorite nights were the nights where, like, me and my roommate would literally walk down the street to, like, the pizza place and get, like, mozzarella sticks and pizza or, like, whatever we wanted, go back to the dorm room and just, like, binge movie or, like, American Horror Story all night and just, like, hang out and have a chill night in. So, like, don't feel, like, bad about not wanting to go out. Or if you don't like going out at all, like, honestly, sometimes it gave me so much anxiety, like, especially in frats and stuff. Like, you just don't know what's going to happen. So, definitely enjoy your nights in and, like, let yourself recharge because college is a very go, go, go environment. And, like, you need a night here and there to kind of reel yourself back in. All right. Now we're going to get into junior year. and. This is where things started going downhill for me. And I'm also nervous to talk about this because I just want to make it really clear. Like, I am not bashing the people involved in this. 
there's one person that I will bash specifically and he deserves it and I will not apologize for that um but everyone else like I'm not trying to bash anyone involved there was like a really hard situation to deal with um that I'm going to talk about I'm going to talk about this to be honest because it's still pretty fresh it's only been a couple months ish since some of this stuff happened so just bear with me while I like figure out what I'm comfortable saying about this so junior year me and three of my friends moved into an off-campus apartment it was only like a five-minute drive from campus probably not even that long and me and three of my roommates had an apartment and then our five friends had an apartment like directly across the yard from us we were like pretty much door to door like 15 20 feet away and I moved in like two or three weeks before everyone else just to start working before classes started. Um, and during this time, I also adopted my dog Coda as a therapy dog for my anxiety because my anxiety was so bad the year before. And like I had everyone in the apartment's permission, like we had talked about it, like everyone was on board with having this dog. Um so yeah everything was going pretty good you know classes started like late august early september um everything was going really good i was having a lot of fun we were like going out having people over at the apartment you know we had the puppy and he was like an angel at first like potty training obviously took its time but um he was doing pretty good and then october rolled around and there was like a little bit of issue within the friend group from the summer um, because on for my birthday, my 20th birthday, I invited all of my friends from school, like my close friends and my close friends from home up to the St. Lawrence River where my family camps every summer um, for like a little weekend trip. So we rented out a house like an Airbnb and I was like, I think there was like 10 or 12 of us, I don't remember exactly, um, who had all came up for the weekend. And, you know, we had the house, we would like party, drink at night. And then during the day, we went over to the camp where my parents were. And like, I would take my friends out on the jet skis or they'd be at the beach. Just like, it was a pretty chill weekend, like nothing too crazy, but we were all just hanging out. And during this weekend, there was an incident where this one kid I don't even want to call him my friend because like we were never close and honestly like we only really talked because my friend and his friend were dating um but anyways I don't need to get into like the whole details of everything so this kid we'll call him Jeff he was there that weekend and there was a little incident where he made like two of my home friends really uncomfortable to where I had to like step in and say something and like my one friend had to be like moved from sleeping downstairs where he was like sitting upstairs with me um just because she was uncomfortable and completely like understandable he had made like some uncomfortable comments so moving back to October it had kind of caused a rift between him and one of our other friends at school because he blamed the incident on her saying she was saying stuff that wasn't true which was not the case at all like she fully was in her right like everyone knew what had happened um so this like one weekend in October it was like a long weekend it was just me my one roommate our friend and this kid Jeff and our friend and Jeff kind of got like they had like a conversation to kind of clear the air this one morning Later that night, I went over to my other friend's house from my, like, major. It was her 21st birthday. Went to her house for her birthday. Um, and my roommate had came and picked me up later that night because it was October. It was cold. I was in, like, a mini dress. Um, and she had came and picked me up, drove me back to the apartment. It was, like, five minutes away. And we pull into the parking lot, and they kind of tell me that this kid, Jeff, they haven't seen him all day since they talked. Um, but they think he's in the apartment kind of drinking by himself all day. And we could, like, see in the windows. It was, like, floor-to-ceiling windows on the end. So we could see that he was in there drinking. 
and it was kind of known that he had like a bit of a drinking issue nothing crazy at this point but like enough to just like want to make sure he was okay and wasn't still upset about whatever beef he had with our friend earlier that morning and they were nervous to go in there in case he was upset so I said I would go in and just like make sure he wasn't still mad because I was kind of like the mediator of the conversation anyways um earlier in the day so I didn't see an issue I was just gonna go in double check that like he was fine and didn't have any other things he wanted to talk about with her so I walk into the apartment and he is sitting at the kitchen table there's a couple empty beer bottles he's smoking a bowl and there's like a the big handle of Tito's is on the table and there's only about like an inch left in it and like I don't know how much it was when he started but uh, I just remember that kind of like being the situation when I walked in and I walked in and he was just like asking how the party was um and we were just kind of chit-chatting and then I was just checking in making sure he was like you know not upset with our friend anymore um and he was definitely drunk but I wasn't like concerned yet um and we talked for like probably like 20 minutes or so and then he kind of made a comment I don't remember exactly what it was but it was about our friend he was definitely still a little pissed off and he took the empty beer bottle and like threw it at the ground and it kind of bounced along the floor across the like living room and that's when I was like oh okay he's like drunk like he should just go to bed like we don't need to talk about this right now he's just gonna get too upset so I told him I was like oh like you should just go to bed like it was already probably like two-ish in the morning and I was just like oh like we don't need to talk about this like we'll talk about it tomorrow just get some sleep so he stands up and immediately kind of like falls over into the wall the wall was like right next to him so he didn't like get hurt or anything um but he immediately like stumbled and then I kind of walked over to like kind of like help him back up and was just like okay like just sleep on the couch because his bedroom was upstairs and I knew I wasn't going to be able to get him up the stairs um he could barely hold up his own body weight I don't know his exact height but like I'm 5'2 and like he's maybe I feel like stupid for saying this but like maybe six foot I don't know he's like taller um and also like a bigger build guy so there was no way I was going to be able to carry him up the stairs and so I had gotten him over to the couch he was stumbling pretty bad um and as soon as he sat down on the couch he told me he was going to throw up and so I was like okay like do you think you can make it to the bathroom the bathroom was like directly in front of the couch like maybe like 10 feet away um and so I helped him to the bathroom he immediately like sits on the ground and starts throwing up in the toilet and he threw up a little bit and then wanted to go back to the couch and for a while it was back and forth between the couch and the bathroom sorry I should have like put a disclaimer if like talking about throw up is gonna freak you out um I'm so sorry but back and forth between the couch and the bathroom for a while then he's in the bathroom and he's just like constantly throwing up like not stopping and he's getting like a little bit more out of it and upset and like not really making a ton of sense um and I call his roommate who was home that weekend and I just kind of ask one to call him to like let him know what's going on and like kind of ask what I should do because they were best friends in high school so like he knows him better than I do um and also just like is there anything like crackers gatorade something I can give him because he's throwing up like an excessive amount and he told me that there was crackers upstairs in his bedroom so I went upstairs grabbed the crackers come back down and I tried to like give them to him like I had unwrapped they were like saltines I had unwrapped them and grabbed a couple and like stuck my hand out to give them to him um to say like you should eat something to kind of like absorb it up and like help your stomach and he had like swatted my hand away and the crackers like kind of like flew or whatever and this is when things started escalating he got really upset and started yelling and flinging his arms around he wasn't really making sense um i just remember he was like ranting about our friend and he was like clearly so upset about it and then he was like saying that i hurt people because people hurt me um like just stuff along those lines and I like started getting like a little freaked out so I was like okay like you just need to go to sleep like let's get you to bed so he stood up 
and like kind of like wobbled over to the couch and at this point I noticed that there was like a knife on the ottoman like in the like in front of the couch and it wasn't it was like the big knife from like the butcher block and so I was just like okay like he was kind of talking about like hurting himself a little bit at this point so I was just like I'm just gonna go move that and I put it in the kitchen and I also got like a mixing bowl to give to him in case he had to throw up because I was gonna give him the bowl and like head out and just be like you need to go to bed and I, like, reach out to give him the bowl, and he grabs my wrist and pulls me down on the couch. And he was just like, can you hold it? Like, I'm going to throw up. And so I was just sitting there, and I was like, okay, like, I'll hold the bowl for a minute. And then all of a sudden, he, like, flips around and is now on top of me. And like I said before, he is a lot bigger than me, um, a lot taller than me, like, and he was not, like, really in control of his body. So I get really uncomfortable and freaked out and he starts getting pretty touchy and I like kind of like pushed him off of me and stood up and he grabs me again, pulls me back down again, gets back like on top of me. And so this time I just remember like, I mean, I really hate when I remember this. Um. So this time I'm under him, I like slide off the couch and I am like freaked out. He's still kind of screaming and stuff as this is going on. So I like run out the door of his apartment, run across the yard to our apartment. And my roommate was like in her room, I'm pretty sure. And I was like yelling her name to like get her to come out. I was like crying and she was obviously startled and was asking me what was going on. And I like briefly told her, I was like, he's out of control. I'm not going back over there. Like, he's so drunk. He's throwing his arms around. Like, I, like, I'm not going over there. And I remember her asking, like, this, like, does he need help? Like, what do we do? And I was like, yeah, like, he probably does. Like, he is, like, throwing up constantly. He's really drunk. He's talking about hurting himself. Like, he probably does need help. But, like, I'm not going over there because he's freaking aggressive. And she said was she was going to go over and I just was like, please be careful and keep your distance. And then our friend was over our apartment and she also came out and went over there and was like talking to me. And I called my friend from home crying hysterically about what had just happened. And she was like, you need to call the cops because one, he's either going to hurt himself or someone else. And also he could have like alcohol poisoning from like how much he drank and how much he's been throwing up. So our friend calls 911 while I'm on the phone with my friend, like, freaking out. And our my roommate is inside the apartment, like, kind of at a distance, trying to talk me down. I just remember the ambulance getting there and kind of asking, you know, like, who was in the apartment with him? And I, you know, said it was me, and I went inside with them. And they kind of asked me to, like, give them a rundown, tell them how much I had saw him drink and like everything and like the knife and explain kind of everything that had just happened um with him and I didn't make the phone call to the like I didn't call them in once so I don't know exactly what was said um uh, but at this point I hadn't really told my roommates like how physical he had gotten with me because I was flustered and I was just like I don't know what the fuck to do um and so that like information wasn't really made to the police and I just kind of told them like he was being really aggressive and like I didn't feel safe um and so I just remember the most frustrating thing of this was as soon as the police walked in he was still on the couch he had sobered up so quickly and acted like he was fine he was still slurring his words like you could still tell he was drunk but he was putting on a show for them 100 percent. and they were like introducing themselves asking him how he was and he was like oh yeah I'm fine just had a little to drink like I'm fine, I just need to go to sleep, or, like, eat, or whatever he said, and I was just sitting there, like, in disbelief, I was like, you have to be fucking kidding me, like, two minutes ago, you were hysterical, and, like, losing it, and so, after I kind of talked to the police, tell them what was going on, he talked to the police, they asked me to go get him shoes and, like, a jacket, because they had to take him to the hospital, make sure he was okay and also because he was like 
talking a little bit about self-harm, they had a monitor for him. So they were like, do you mind? And I was kind of like, okay, like I don't really want to be in this apartment, but if it gets him out of here. So I went up and I grabbed his coat and some shoes, and then he couldn't get his shoes on, and he asked me to help him, and I was just like, I'm not helping you. And the police officer kind of stepped in, and she helped him get the shoes on. And then I remember them having him stand up, and they had to, like, pat him down. And after that, they were like, all right, like, we're going to take him, like, from here. He looked at me, and he was like, come on, Meg, like, one more hug. And I was just like, are you out of your fucking, like, no, absolutely not. And he kept saying, I was just like, no. And I stepped back, and I think this is when, like, the female officer kind of realized, like, how uncomfortable I was. And she literally stepped in between us, put her arm down, and was like, nope, we're leaving. Um, and so they took him to the hospital. Me and my roommates and our friend went back to our apartment. And, like, we had, like, a little – we talked for, like, a few minutes. But I – it was probably, like, 3 a.m. at the time. And I had to go to work the next day at 8 a.m. And I was just, like, exa- like in shock and exhausted. And everyone was kind of like, what the fuck just happened? And I was just like, I need to go shower and go to bed. Like, I I don't even know. And there was nothing else we could do at that point. So we were just like, okay, like, yeah, we'll talk tomorrow. Like, we all just need to get some sleep. And so I go to take a shower, ball my eyes out in the shower, go to bed, cry myself to sleep because I was just so, like, in shock and freaked out. And, like, it was just a really tough night. And the next morning, I wake up. I'm about to walk out the door to go to work, and I get a phone call from the hospital. And it's a nurse asking me if um, he can come back. And I was just like, well, like, is he, like, what do you think? Like, is he fine? And she was like, yeah, he says he just was upset last night, and he doesn't plan to do anything, and he's sobered up now. Like, he's fine. Can you come get him? He gave us you as, like, the contact. Because apparently all he remembered was me showing up at the apartment, and then like the police getting there and I was just like I'm sorry like I can't like I'm going into work like here's my roommate's number like you can try her so I text my roommate that they're probably gonna call her and that I have to go to work um as I pull into work my other roommate who was not there this night she was home with her family calls me freaking out just kind of confused about what had happened and like how things escalated and was just like why did you call the cops he was just drunk like why did it turn into this big thing? And I was just like, I'm already late for work because the hospital called me. Like, I cannot talk about this right now. And she, you know, asked me again. She was like, no, can you please just explain, like, I'm conf- like I, what's going on? And I was like, just call someone. Like, I have to go to work. Like, I'm sorry. I can't talk about this. Went into work, got through the day, come home. And that roommate who had called me is over at the apartment with him because he had gotten brought back. Um, kind of talking to him, I guess. And when I got to our apartment, my roommate and our friend who were there that night were there. And I kind of filled them in on the extent of how physical he had gotten with me. And they were like, he doesn't remember any of that. He says he remembers you showing up, um, him throwing up a bunch, and then the cop showing up. And so I made it very clear. I was like, I don't want to talk to him. I'm not going over there. And my roommate was like, well, someone needs to tell him and also our other roommate what had happened. Um, and so she offered to go over and kind of explain it all on like my behalf because I was not comfortable going over there. And she did that. And then after that, he wanted to apologize. But I was just like, I don't even care to hear it. Like, nothing excuses that behavior. Like, now, he ended up texting me, like, a paragraph. I never responded. Um, and then I made it really clear to everyone that I did not want him in our apartment. I didn't want to be around him. And, like, that was that. And everyone respected that for a while. Um, and then, like, after about a week, my one roommate, she was dating this guy's best friend. And they lived right there. So I get it was a complicated situation. And it was hard for us not all to be able to, like, hang out like normal because I didn't want him there, um, she kind of started asking me, like, how long do you think until you'll be comfortable with him being around? And it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I got, like, I just remember kind of being surprised she was asking me that so soon. And I understand she was in a tough position, too. Um, 
but I think it was too soon. And kept kind of, like, bringing it up. And, like, I understand it was a difficult situation. It wasn't ideal. But also, like, I had every right to, like, not want him in the apartment and not want to be around him. Um, So after about, like, a week or two of her kind of, like, asking, I was just, like, fine. He can come to our bachelor night, but I don't want to talk to him. I want him on the other side of the room, and I don't want him drinking. And they had already told me that he had, like, quit drinking, and he just felt really bad about the whole thing. It was, like, going to be better and blah, blah, blah whatever excuses he made so he comes over the night for bachelor I sit in the corner and I can just like feel him like kind of like like looking at me every now and then and I just like avoided eye contact like so hard like I literally pretend he didn't exist I was just really uncomfortable that he was there but like I agreed to it um I'm pretty sure I like left early and just went back to my bed because I was just like miserable um but yeah and then a couple of late days later, I get a phone call from my parents that my grandpa is going to the hospital and, like, most likely only has a couple more days. So I pack up all my stuff and leave the next morning to go home. And once I get home, I was dealing with, like, you know, the grief. Like, my grandpa, he um, only made it a few days. And then we were, you know, doing the funeral services and stuff. And I was just... It's kind of hard to explain because obviously I was having a really hard time. Like, I was very close to my grandpa, and it was very hard. He had Parkinson's disease, so it was really hard to see him kind of in his final state. Um, and also just he had had it my whole life. Like, I'd always seen him struggle. Um, so it was hard to see that. And then it was also, like, kind of a relief being home because I felt so much safer here. I think it didn't really hit me how uncomfortable I was at the apartment until I left. Um, because I was not sleeping while I was there. I was scared to like walk outside and run into this kid. And I had my dog there. So I constantly was, you know, going outside to walk him. And I was always nervous I was going to run into him. And there was like a couple close calls. And I just felt so much better once I was home that I was kind of just like, I don't think I'm ready to go back. There was only, like, a few weeks left in the semester, and so I kind of, like, told my parents what had happened with this kid and that, you know, I think it would be best if I stayed home for the semester, and I worked it out with my professors to finish online, and I told my roommates, obviously, I wasn't coming back. They understood with everything with, like, my grandpa and the whole situation with this kid. Like, it just, it made sense. This is the same time I started going back to therapy. Um... One, to deal with what had happened with this kid. Um, also, to deal with the grief of losing my grandpa. And also, very shortly after my grandpa passed away, I had a manic episode. Um, at the time, didn't really know that it was that. But I basically, like, I don't know. <laughs> the really, like, dead giveaway that, like, I need a therapist one day, I literally just, like, was in my room. And started, like, hysterically sobbing. And just, like, I couldn't even catch my breath. And I was just getting so mad and, like, irritated. And I stormed out of the house. My sister was home and they heard me slam the door. And I, like, went to, like, the lake that's nearby. And it was, like, middle of November. So it was, like, snowing like crazy that day. And I was in shorts and a t-shirt and, like, Crocs. And I went and I sat in the snow at the lake. For, like, no reason. Like, I that's just, like, where I ended up. Um, I really don't remember much other than my dad kind of calling me and being like, where the fuck are you? Like, what are you doing? And so, yeah, I ended up coming back home, and my parents came home from work, and they came downstairs to talk to me. And I was hysterical, and I was just like, I don't, like, I don't, like, I need help. Like, something's wrong. And my mom kind of brought up the bipolar thing. And then, you know, I went to my doctors for it, went into therapy, kind of talked about that thing. Also, while dealing with the whole situation at school with the guy. And, you know, a little bit later, I was diagnosed with bipolar. So I was home for the rest of the semester. And then it was kind of time to head back for spring semester in January. And I called my roommate, you know, just kind of see when everyone else was moving back in. And also because I was in therapy kind of dealing with what happened 
um, that one night with like the kids and the pops, I wanted to talk to them about kind of going back to not being okay with him being at the apartment and not wanting him there. And I just remember being on the phone with her and she was like, oh, like, you don't know, like, we don't talk to him anymore. And I was just like, what are you, like, what are you talking about? She was like, yeah, like, no one told you. And I was like, told me what? And I ended up that on New Year's, everyone was at the apartment. I obviously wasn't, I was home. And he had another incident with another girl where he had, like, slapped her ass or something. Um, And it was, like, one of my roommate's childhood best friends. So they had basically, like, cut him off after that, called his mom and told her that he was, you know, having these issues with drinking and also, like, mistreating women and stuff. And that was that. So I was definitely relieved to hear that. Not obviously that it happened, but that they were no longer speaking to him. But if I'm being completely honest, it also kind of hurt that it took it happening to someone else for them to take it seriously. And this is something that we have talked about, like I've talked about with them since then. And so now I know that like while I was gone that one semester, you know, they were still kind of like thinking about it if it was necessarily the right thing to do. Um, but you know, I didn't know that all I was seeing was them at bars partying with him and stuff. So it definitely, I was definitely hurt by it for a while. Um, but yeah, anyways, that's kind of not important anymore. So go back for spring semester. We weren't really sure if he was coming back or not because he had kind of ghosted everyone once we had, once they had told his mom what was going on. Um, but a couple of days before classes started, he had texted his roommate that he was coming back. So then I started getting really nervous, and everyone just assured me that, like, he was not going to be around. Um, and everything was good for a while. Then there was, like, some tensions with one of my roommates. She was having some issues with my dog. He didn't really listen to her. And things just kind of escalated. Um, I'm going to go over this really briefly because I just think it's more respectful not to go into detail because it's still fresh and like it's not just something that involves me um so there were some issues with one of my roommates and my dog um I ended up having like a manic episode and kind of freaking out on everyone to this point and I was like a real bitch and you know I came back and I apologized and like we kind of mended things um, things were okay for a while, and then a few weeks later, I started noticing tensions again, and at this point, I had already decided I was going to graduate early um, because I was still having a really hard time at the apartment. I wasn't sleeping. I just felt very uncomfortable, and there was nowhere else for me to live senior year, and I also had all my required classes done, so it just made the most sense. For me to kind of leave so me and my one roommate had gotten into like I don't even know how to explain it basically I had taken my dog home because you know there were there was tension with that and there's only like a month left and I was just really trying to make it to graduation like I was doing so poorly I was not going out I was staying in my room every night like it was just bad. I was doing bad and I couldn't really, just the thought of also having like roommate issues on top of it. I was just like, I'm going to do whatever I can to make this month go by as easy peasy as possible. So as much as it sucked, I brought my dog home to my parents to kind of stay with him until I graduated just to kind of, you know, alleviate the tension in the apartment. And the next morning I was about to head back to school. Um, and I was on the phone with our apartment complex kind of talking about like transferring the lease once they had found a new roommate senior year for senior year. And so I texted in our little group chat, you know, that I just got on the phone with them, talk about it. And my one roommate also happened to had just talked to them about it that morning. And so I was like, oh, OK, we can talk about it when I get back. Just like school that later that night. And she was just like, oh, like is something wrong? Like, is there, is it going to be hard? And I was just like, no, like, it, I just, it makes more sense to talk about in person than like explain everything over text. 
And then I would just ask, I was like, also, like, I want to be updated on how it goes, like, finding the new roommate because, like, it's my name on the lease. And ideally, I want to be off by June when the lease renews. And I had offered to help find a roommate when I had first told them that I was graduating early. And um, I understood, like, they wanted to have, like, the say in who it was. So they posted about it um, and kind of did it independently. And for some reason, me sending the text that, you know, I wanted to be updated on how it was going really sent off my roommate. And she just took it very harshly and sent this long, nasty paragraph, kind of like bitching me out that I had somehow manipulated them. Um, And just she said a lot of nasty things. And it really caught me off guard because I didn't understand where it was coming from. She was the first person I told. I literally got out of my meeting to declare that I was graduating early and walked downstairs. She was there and I told her. It was just like a whole thing. And I don't don't want to go into great detail. But my other roommate saw the text because she texted this in the group chat and texted me immediately and was like, I'm so sorry. I, I don't understand what's going on. Like, I don't know what she's talking about. And I was just like very caught off guard but also pissed that once she sent this in the group chat and was saying all these awful things um yeah so I texted her separately and was just like hey like not cool of you to do that I don't know why you're so upset kind of explained my side of the situation and she just comes at me with this like long text of all these things that have apparently been bothering her she's just like in my opinion making shit up um she had gone on this whole rant about how I neglected my dog while I was there, which was not the truth. Like, you know me, you know, I love my dog more than literally life itself and like would do anything for him. Um, And obviously having a dog in the apartment, not an ideal situation. She also had never had a dog before. So like the credibility behind her claims just like was not there. And I'd sent it to my other roommates just to be like, do you guys feel this way? And it was not the case. Like they were like, no, like obviously like a puppy in an apartment is a challenge. Things could have been better, but he was not neglected. And her saying that just like rubbed me the wrong way. Let me tell you, do not, do not come for my dog. I am so protective of him. And I literally responded, LMAO. And that was kind of the last time we talked. Um, I went back to the apartment that night. She wasn't there. She spent most of the time at her boyfriend's apartment anyways. Um, And I really, like, wasn't that bothered by this message. Like, yeah, it sucked, but I was also like, I'm leaving. Like, it really doesn't matter, and I know I'm not really necessarily in the wrong right now. Like, I had been in the past when I had my manic episode, and I freaked out on everyone. Like, I admitted I was wrong then. I was not wrong in the situation. Um, So I went back to the apartment and was fine. I, like, went, made dinner, um, and then I was sitting in my room, and I think it kind of hit me then that I didn't have my dog with me anymore. And I was very attached to him. He was literally an emotional support animal for my anxiety. Like, he was my comfort source, like, 1,000%. And I was sitting in my room, and it was the first night he wasn't there. And I just started to lose it and started spiraling so bad. Um, I talked about this in my bipolar episode. Um, But basically, this was the night I attempted to take my life. And my sister and my, like, really close family friends drove four hours in the middle of the night got to me at like three in the morning and then drove me all the way back home to New York because I was gonna like I was trying to hurt myself um so yeah and then I went home and I went back to the apartment for finals graduation packed up my stuff and I've been home ever since I went into a really deep depression um yeah I still talk to my other roommates with the exception of this one obviously hurtful things were said. I don't really think there's a way to come back from that. I have no interest in talking about it anymore. Um, and like I said, I'm not trying to bash. It's just simply what happened and like friendships don't last. Like that's really all there is to it. Um, now that I don't live there anymore, it doesn't really affect me. So yeah, um, basically my advice for junior year would be be picky about your living situation and your environment if something's not working for you advocate for yourself and I wish that my like 
after the incident that happened with Jeff, the kid, the cops, I wish I really stuck to my guns and was just like, this is unacceptable. He is not going to be around me. And I also wish I made it a little more clear how hurt I was that they stayed friends with him for a while. Um, Like I said, now it doesn't really affect me because, you know, I'm not there. Like, it is what it is. Can't really do anything about it. But I wish I stood up for myself more in that situation. And I think if you're in a similar situation, you should stick up for yourself. Um, also, I think this would be a really good time to figure out your post-grad plans because I was starting to do that and then I got caught up in all this drama and how depressed I was and I graduated with no post-grad plans. Everything worked out. I start my new job in literally three days and like everything's going to be fine, but it was definitely stressful not having a plan. Um, yeah, and also just prioritize your happiness. Like college is a time to... Yes, be social and make friends, but it's also like the last time you get to be fully selfish with your time. So, yeah. With all that being said, um, as you can see, college is complicated. If you're in college or you're going into college, like it really just, it's not like the movies. Sorry to break it to you. At least it wasn't for me. There are some really good times, and I think I am still trying to have a good memory of college even though my like last year ended really poorly um but yeah enjoy it be picky about it like really be selfish in your own happiness in a respectful way you know obviously be considerate of those around you but um it's definitely like a really good time to work on yourself and prioritize your own well-being i feel like that's kind of everything i have to say about that once again not trying to bash anyone that I talked about except for that one kid because he deserves hell. Um, but yeah, that's really all I have. I just kind of wanted to one vent about it because it's been on my mind recently, and I feel like because I was in such a deep depression after graduation, I never fully processed it all. So this definitely was therapeutic to talk about. Um, and also I feel like it's kind of a helpful backstory to where I am in life now and why all my friends are still in school but I'm not and like just it kind of fills in pieces of the puzzle um but yeah that's really all I have to say so thank you for listening if you made it all the way through and I hope you have a really great day